all the nutrition information out there today. Everything's conflicting, completely confusing. How are we supposed to be healthy if even the experts can't agree? This is Outspoken Nutrition. I'm your host, Laura Timbrook, and we're going to break it all down. Hey, everybody. Welcome. Happy Friday. Today, I am actually standing up doing this podcast episode because today we're actually going to be talking about those standing desks. They have been kind of the hottest thing. They became super hot again when COVID hit because everybody's wanting to be more active, live a better lifestyle. So let's talk about if these standing desks are really any good. Now, I think first, before we start getting started, we actually need to discuss the difference between standing versus moving. So when we started looking into this, like anything, I kind of go in and I want to do the research on it. You know, these desks were really big like a year, two years ago. And when COVID hit, again, you can't find these standing desks now that people are setting up home offices. So let's really look at this. Now, I know from working in the manufacturing industry, A lot of our line workers or factory workers do a lot of standing. And that actually, you know, standing is very different from moving. So I went in and I started doing a little research between, you know, what is the difference if I'm standing versus if I'm moving. Now, when you're standing, you are causing more pressure on those joints. And the longer you stand, the more fatigued they get. There was actually a study done. I found it on WebMD. I'll actually put it in. And it found when they did a small study based on, you know, I think it was like 15 men and women, and they broke them up between 30 years old and 50 years old and put them in a low-level factory, not a low-level factory, put them in a factory with some low-level movement, just standing and doing minor, um, minor movements. And what they actually found out, regardless of the age, that they were just as fatigued as each other. And now we know when our joints start getting fatigued, we lose posture. We start slouching. Everything starts to get stiff. Now, when you're moving, you're increasing the blood flow. It's bringing nutrients into areas of the joints. It's lubricating those joints. So there's, you know, on the standing end, we have that static fatigue that's happening. And on the movement end, this is where it's lubricating the joints. It's starting the repair functions. It's doing all these great things to keep our joints healthy. So then when you look at it and it's like, okay, well, are these standing desks great? Are they the new big thing? Is it going to be what helps us? And I think it really comes into how we are using these standing desks, much like everything I find that when I do the research, it always comes down to a balance, right? So what we want to do is we want to, as we're standing, making sure that we have proper posture when we're standing and that our joints aren't getting fatigued, that we're not feeling fatigued. So personally, I like the standing desks that give you the option of going up and down. A lot of them are on hydraulics, granted more expensive, but they allow you to either stand or sit. But the other thing we have to remember is whether you're in an office, you're at home, you're standing or sitting, 
the biggest thing is to get up and move. And this even goes for my manufacturing workers. Moving is difficult. Now, I know a lot of um, if you're on plant floors or within a factory, you're kind of limited. And we're going to be talking about that more over on the Manufacturing Wellness Podcast because I really think um, that's something that, you know, is particular to maybe shift work and things like that or factory work. So we're going to be talking about that. So if you are a factory worker, if you work shifts, if you're on your feet a lot and kind of restricted on how much you can step away Go over to Manufacturing Wellness and I'll be having an episode up there where we're talking about that more in depth. But here, really, it's about getting up and moving. It's stretching. If you can do it at least once an hour, that would be great. Most of us now all have these fit watches and they're perfect because they actually, I know I ignore mine all the time and I shouldn't, but mine is always beeping or yelling at me to get up and do stretches. And mine, I have the Samsung Galaxy 2, I think it is. It actually gives me stretches that I should be doing as I'm standing or, or as I'm not moving, I should say. So it wants me getting up, stretching standing, stretching, you know, if you could run to the water cooler or maybe just take a lap around the office or even hell, a lap around your bedroom, just something to get moving, but stretch yourself out. I know sitting, I've been working from home for almost 15 years. My husband's been working from home for almost 15 years. And we have noticed the issues with working from home and sitting in a desk so long is you get these really tight hip flexed muscles. And then for me, I get really tight hamstrings. So for me, it's really important that a few days a week I'm doing my yoga, I'm mobilizing, I'm rolling on a foam roller, getting that all stretched out. So it's really important that we are exercising and it doesn't have to be going to a gym or having some crazy workout plan at home. It could be doing some yoga at home, some work, uh, some walking, some stretching, maybe some lightweight training or resistant training. There is so much available out there that we can start doing to get ourselves moving because there is a huge difference between moving and standing. I know my parents oftentimes, they got these Fitbit watches and you know, my mom was always after my dad for not moving enough. So they both got these Fitbits and they started putting them on and realizing that granted my dad's not moving enough, but my mom actually doesn't move as much as she thought she was. And she's, and her thing was, I am always on my feet, Laura. I never sit down. And the thing was, she was always on her feet. She was doing something. She might be walking from the kitchen to the laundry room and they don't have a crazy big house. So the kitchen to the laundry room might be 10, 15 steps. So even though she wasn't, you know, ever sitting down during the day, she really wasn't walking as much as she thought. She actually found that her and my father were only moving a couple thousand steps a day. And it really became that she realized that it's, you know, she's standing all day, but she's not moving. And then my mom She's having some, you know, leg fatigue problems and back problems. And a lot of it, again, it's because she's standing. She's causing this fatigue on her joints all day long. And she's not moving enough to lubricate them and to increase that blood flow. You know, there was, um, I'm going to put it on, 
uh, in the show notes, but there was this interesting blog article from arthritis.org, and it talks about nutrients circulating to the joints. I'm going to actually read what it says because I thought this was really um, interesting. It says, the weight that bears down on your joints when you exercise forces water molecules out of the cartilage like a sponge, says John Harden, a medical doctor, a professor of medicine and orthopedic surgery at Albert Einstein's College of Medicine in New York City. When the weight is lifted, the water molecules return, bringing in oxygen and nutrients to the joints. So I thought that was really interesting on, you know, how when, you know, that weight bearing is actually lifted, it's actually bringing things in and allowing them to heal and to, you know, bring that oxygen and every, and the nutrients in. And it was so informative because I think sometimes we always think of, I don't sit down all day. And again, when I talk about my manufacturing workers, they all tell me, I don't sit down all day. They don't sit down all day but they're also not moving their bodies in a way that's allowing them to have healthy joints and healthy cardiovascular and lymphatic systems. You have to move because, you know, remember when we're moving, we're exercising our cardiovascular system. We're bringing that blood flow in. It's going to affect every part of you from your lymphatic system, how you retain water to your heart and how that blood pumps, even to your skin on how it's going to rebuild and bring in, you know, moisture and things like that. So it's so important that we are moving our bodies and not just standing. So when it comes down to our standing desks, a good thing it really comes down to just about as if our sitting desk a good thing. It depends on how you use them. So I think standing desks can be a great idea, but you still have to stretch. You still have to move. And standing desks do not replace physical movement. I think that's the key because I've seen so many people get standing desks and they think that's good enough. And I can tell you just from standing here for about 11 minutes recording this, I'm already starting to feel um, some fatigue in my legs because I'm not moving them. I'm standing statically. So when you start just standing statically, you do kind of feel things. I've actually Twice during this podcast, I've actually had to remind myself to roll my shoulders back. So you have to be, and this is only within 10 minutes. So imagine if you're standing at a desk for hours on end, how much this can really affect your posture. Now, in full disclosure, I don't have great posture. It's always been kind of my Achilles heel. It's something that I'm always trying to work on. So my posture isn't great to start with. So if you're someone like me that you don't have that great posture starting with, you know, this is something that I would really consider. But more important, whether you stand or whether you sit, is to get moving. I hope you guys enjoyed this episode. Go ahead, leave me um, some comments. I hope some of you were able to join in this week's Eat Your Effing Veggie Challenge We did so much in there, and I love seeing everybody's vegetables. And one of the things I did do different in this challenge is I actually released an ebook, and it's called Recipes to Eat Your Effing Veggies. And there's some really good information. You can go over to the Facebook page, find out more about it. The ebook is 10 bucks, 
and it gives you recipes that you can use over and over again with different seasonal vegetables. And the greatest thing I love about this book is I was able to combine um, soups, grain bowls, and smoothies into simple formulas so you can add in any fruit, vegetable, grain that you want and you can easily replicate these over and over again with whatever you have on hand. So definitely go to the Facebook page, check that out, or you can go directly to lauratimbrook.com slash books and you can order it right there. I hope you guys have a great weekend. It should be beautiful. It's fall. It's my favorite time of the season. But don't forget to eat your effing veggies. I'll talk to you all next week.